622, uh, excuse me, 722 on a Groundhog Day. By the way, uh, folks, uh, the Groundhog did what he did, and uh, we're going to have more winter. <laughs> Evidently saw a shadow or didn't. I don't know what it is, but uh, we are going to uh, have six more weeks of winter. Of course, it's Minnesota, and we would have had it anyway. <laughs> Joining us in our studios now, Ben Marting from the uh, City of Northfield, uh, City Administrator. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Jeff. And also Laura Turek from uh, Healthy Community Initiative. Laura, thank you so much for coming in today. Thanks for having us, Jeff. We're going to talk about today about mental health first aid, and I guess... Ben, we'll start off with you and kind of this, the city's role in this, and uh, maybe you can uh, talk for a minute about that. Yeah, so uh, first of all, obviously, um, thanks to Laura and those who helped organize the mental health uh, training, uh, really important. Certainly during the pandemic, we've seen a rise in substance abuse, in, in challenges over uh, people's mental health and stresses that we're all enduring. So we can all learn a little bit better about how to take care of ourselves and then also with that, how to take care of other people. And we know with the city of Northfield has been a partner um, through the Rice County Chemical Mental Health Coalition, supporting a number of programs and intervention and treatment issues and kind of sharing information with, with one another. Um, we had a number of staff actually attend this training. The mayor attended it and has continued to push to, to drive awareness around mental health-related issues. And so um, we hosted uh, the event at the library, and we uh, partic- were participants in that. And I uh, just want to say thank you to those who um, helped bring all of that together as we continue to try and find ways to have healthy minds, healthy bodies. Um, I could use uh, improvement on both, I told Laura when I was talking to her to prepare, <laughs> prepare on that. And um, so, yeah, it's a great, great opportunity. I'm glad, uh, glad they had the event. Laura, let's uh, move things over to you. Um, tell us about uh, the format and how this all came about. Yeah, so this program is funded through SAMHSA, which is the um, Substance Abuse Mental Health Services Administration. So it's a federal group that put out competitive grants, and Healthy Community Initiative was able to get one of the 125 grants that are nationwide. Um, it's $125,000 per year for five years. So it's quite a bit of funding, and part of that funding is for me to run around town and try to convince people to do this, and it's not been hard to convince people. People want this training. Boy, I would imagine uh, in, the, in the times that we are, the last couple of years with the pandemic going on, people uh, out a little bit more now than they were a year or two ago. 2020 was especially bad, but I would imagine there are, that, that, that's taxing on everyone, on yeah. everyone's mental health. It's uh, no matter who you are, it's... Uh, something that affects you. Yeah, and pre-pandemic, one out of five youth was struggling with some kind of mental health concern. And when we went into our homes and stayed away from each other, less and less adults were able to notice the signs mm-hmm. or symptoms that students or adults might be having with mental health. And Mental Health First Aid is a group um, that originated in Australia. It's a training that came about because of a, a nurse who was married to a social worker, and together they realized they keep seeing people in the ER and they keep not having options for people in the community, and they wanted to get ahead of it. How can we work with people ahead of their concern turning into a crisis? And so this kind of training was created between this pair and then vetted and evaluated and shared and now it's going across the world and we were able to get funding to support it and provide it here in Northfield. Now who will be uh, teaching the classes? Who will be doing the training? And 
I guess, who trains them? Who trains the trainer? <laughs> yeah. So it is a national group now, well, worldwide. Mm-hmm. And they have training that I actually went through myself. But we have over 20, 25 trainers who are, or they call them instructors, but they're trained and they're in Rice County. And so we have people of varied backgrounds, um, teachers, social workers. We have someone from the Rice County Sheriff's Office. Um, we have people from the Somali community who are able to speak to different cultures and different languages, people who are, speak Spanish. We've got therapists. We've got, um, let's see, it's quite a variety. And that's what's pretty neat about this program is that the thing that makes it successful is that it's consistently delivered with the same content. But then you have these instructors who each have their own unique look at it and their own special way of thinking about things and what drew them to the work. And they make each training unique and different. Yeah, that, that's just a wide variety of people yeah. that you've mentioned who interact, I guess, with a wide segment, varied segments of the population in Northfield. Do you have a, a goal on how many people you'd like to train and uh, who those people are? Yeah, we've trained 1,700 people in Rice County so far, and we're pretty proud of that. And then that was even tamped down because of the pandemic. Uh, this training is best delivered in person. It's a relational training. And so um, 3,000 is the goal that we're looking for in the next five years. Um, and we're looking to train school personnel, law enforcement, emergency responders, um, healthcare providers, high school students. There's a teen version of this training that's able to be delivered through health class. So there's a lot of students that will be able to help their peers and understand more about themselves oh, and wonderful. signs and symptoms. So. Yeah, it seems like the younger people are, especially the, the those teenage years, may, they face some pressures and challenges that uh, uh, maybe somebody uh, who is a little bit older does not. You know, they have a <laughs> lot of things going on in their life. Well, one subgroup I mm-hmm. do want to highlight is um, veterans and their families and caregivers. Um, so people who've served in the military have uh, there's specialized training just for them because their experiences were so unique. And so we're really looking out for groups that could connect um, with families or people who've been in the military who would be interested in hosting a training. So if there's anyone out there who's thinking about um, this story and thinking about this might be a good fit for me and some of the people I know, um, I'd be happy to work with them. Um, we have a trainer who specializes in ve- um, trainings for veterans. Oh, very good. Now, uh, as far as it sounds like things are going up and smoothly, you've, you've got 1,700 people that have taken the training so far. Have there been challenges along the way? Have you had some things to overcome? Well, the pandemic goes without saying that not being in person is a challenge. Um, They have blended, they call them blended virtual courses that are kind of brutal and they're doable but not ideal. And they've identified some ways to do that online with a couple of hours of videos and stories ahead of time to cut down the in-person hours. Um, But the need has gone way up, and that's a positive in the sense that people want the training, but it's also hard because the trainings can be a little heavy when people are coming to the table with a lot that they've experienced and an urgency to get um, skills to work with the community. Now, you've mentioned a number of uh, people that you've been focusing on as far far as teachers and and, and peace officers and a lot of different segments of the population. What about just the general rank and file? Are there... Is this available for anyone? Anyone can come. We have many trainings. I want to praise the Chamber of Commerce in Northfield. They set up three trainings for just anyone who's interested. And there's one just happened in January, and now we'll have another February and March. Um, But anyone who interacts with people, this is good for you. It's good for you to know for yourself and for your family. And it's information that 
is not um, surprising, but it, it seems to really get to people where they have a skill now and they feel confident. Um, we give people exit tickets when they leave the training, and some of the things that they say as they leave is they feel confident. I'm glad people in my community want to learn about this stuff. I'm better equipped to speak with youth now. I'm excited, I'm prepared, I'm empowered, I'm equipped. These are all words that we are happy to see on these forms and happy for our youth and our adults in the community that they're going to have people out there who know how to do this stuff. Uh, Laura Turek uh, with uh, Healthy Community Initiative and um, City Administrator Ben Mardig, our guest right now. Uh, as far as the uh, training that's coming up, is there a schedule? Can people get involved with that? What's it look like? Yeah, the best way to get involved is to reach out to me over email. Um, or to call the Healthy Community Initiative office, and we can connect you to the trainings. Um, we have five scheduled right now that are open to anyone who's interested, um, beginning February 7th and moving through March. So any of those dates, we could put them. They'll be up um, on a website. And I just wanted to highlight the best thing about this grant is it was able to support a resource page on the Healthy Community Initiative website that has been translated into Somali, Spanish, and English. And so we have three options, and we keep it up to date real time about where can you get mental health or chemical health support. So options um, for who's a provider, who speaks Spanish, who's got openings, that information's all available on a website as well. So you, You'd mentioned that it is a five-year grant cycle that uh, you have. Uh, is... What happens next? <laughs> is it the, just continuing uh, the training or expanding that? Or Yeah, you know, trying to build up the capacity in Rice County by getting more people to be instructors. I just recruited four awesome, awesome individuals who are going to be trained in February and March. And then they'll need to do three trainings each a year to keep their certification. And so it scaffolds. We have maybe... 25 or so right now the colleges each have someone who's trained so they're working with students and staff who come into the colleges and hold trainings each fall this fall we did maybe 240 up at st olaf all at once that was Mm -hmm. a challenge on virtual (laughs) learning (laughs) so there's um a lot cooking in different pockets of the community but we have to keep the instructors trained so we can have this capacity and then once we have it we just keep going. As kids mm-hmm. get older, they need to this information. and that, there's, re, there's a certain reinforcement that needs to, uh, I think, would be beneficial to take place uh, on down the line. Yeah. 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 Once again, uh, the uh, mental health first aid uh, uh, is, uh, the, the training is coming up, uh, let's see, you have February 7th at Carleton. Uh, the Chamber's also doing one, or a couple more, and uh, all that information is on the uh, website. So wonderful program. Is there anything else you'd like to mention about that? You know, for the instructors who go through this, they always weave through, and it's a long training. It's three days to become an instructor. So you Mm -hmm. really learn quite a bit. Um, But they talk about hope consistently and that telling the story that if you came upon someone who had sprained their ankle, you would talk to them about resources. You would talk to them about um, how can I help you? Should I call someone? Um, That you're going to get better. It's going to be better. And there's hope that you're going to go back to running your track meet soon. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about mental health, we want to think about it in the same way that there's hope, there's resources, there's help, and we can do, we can get you to that. All right. It's a wonderful program. We wish you, uh, 
all the success, continued success with that much needed, really addressing uh, some needs within the community, and we appreciate that. Thanks for having Mm -hmm. us today. Ben, anything else you'd like to add to that or anything coming up with the city? No, just to say, yeah, I'd echo that, Jeff, just to say thanks to Laura, how fortunate we are as a community to have this. There's some real useful tools that I've heard are, you know, just well-being things that you can do as if you go through this training. So I encourage you to do that. And I think also as I was listening, just thinking too about how exciting it is to know that hopefully culturally and our norms are changing around talking about mental health, normalizing if you need to see a therapist that just like saying, I'm going to see my doctor, I'm going to see my therapist to talk through things. And just being able to talk, like just knowing my own family. Growing up, we didn't talk a lot about these kinds of things. Now it's pretty common in my in my household to talk about these things. And uh, so just thank you to Laura uh, and the work and just fortunate to have that. So uh, we're continuing to invest in these things in the city of Northfield through our wellness programs for employees. We're increasing um, opportunities for, for therapy and mental health resources for, for ours as well and uh, encourage people to, to take advantage of it. All right. Well, thank you both for coming in today. Certainly much appreciated. And uh, once again, we wish you continued success. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. That's Laura Turek with the uh, Healthy Community Initiative and Northfield City Administrator Ben Mardigan. And as all of our interviews, you can check this out uh, by podcasting it. We do podcast this on our website and all the podcast platforms as well. Just search for KYMN and we're on all of them. There you have it.